it's our show, Christy. We can do whatever we want. Let's show them how to do life. Oh, boy. Here it comes. It's like pandemonium, Heather. Okay, so I was thinking. She said what? I think I got it figured out. This is how this to do is life. how to do life. <laughs> I was born for this. I was born for this. I have seen the life. Hey, pretties, it's Chrissy. And it's Heather. And here's producer John. To hype the crowd. Just a quick warning. How to do life with Chrissy and Heather contains elements of real life, nostalgia, silliness, deep thinking, and other nonsense and whatnot. If you are adverse to any of these ingredients, this show may not be for you. So be sure to talk to your doctor and all your friends about how to do life. Let's get into it. Hey, Heather. Hey, Chrissy. How'd you like that intro music? <laughs> it was awesome. I love that song. We didn't get the intro music today because we have uh, <laughs> we have producer Greg with us today instead of producer John. And producer Greg is a lovely, lovely guy, but he didn't play the music for us. Yeah, Thanks a lot, Greg. I thought that Greg was a professional, but I, but, yeah. I guess not. We're not going to goad him into speaking? <laughs> no? We're just teasing no? him. He's just shaking his head. No, he's not going to talk to us. Oh, man. Whatever, Greg. <laughs> He's just looking at us. John usually talks back. Yeah, John does talk to us. John doesn't talk to Greg, though. So. Yes, he does. Mm-hmm. What's the name of the show? <laughs> I don't recall my name being anywhere in it, so you don't need any input from me. Well, we're happy that you are um, sitting around today to uh, listen to us. Yeah, thank I, you. I'm excited. Good. Yes. We're right. excited, too. It's great to have you here. Well, let's get into it, Heather. Yeah, um, today, I came to the show with no plan. Oh, cool. I came to the show with no segments. Excellent. I came to the show hot off of vacation. Yeah, I know. Hot off. I just got off the plane yesterday at like 4.30 and I went and picked up my children. Well, actually, my uh, ex-husband was nice enough to bring them to me (laughs) because as soon as I walked in my door, my cats were like, you are not leaving again. (laughs) The cats were miserable. It had been a couple weeks. I had a lovely, lovely sitter, though, a really good girl, and she came over every single day to take care of my baby. So she says. No, she texted me like videos and oh, stuff. Wow, she's, that is she's, good. she's gold. The girl okay. is golden. So, um, yeah, I, I got back and I took my children to Table 23, a beautiful local Tallahassee establishment. Mm-hmm. We had a fantastic time. I've never eaten there. Really? Mm-mm. Oh, it's like the place for a, a good birthday, a nice celebration. You know, it feels a little bit fancy, but it's not like. You know, over the top. Yeah. And my kids like it. They dressed up for me. My children dressed up, Heather. They were adorable. Thank you. I should put a picture up. Maybe yeah. we will do that in the in the show notes or something. So my son actually wore like a long sleeve button down with a vest. <laughs> he didn't do the bow tie. And he claimed the pants, the long pants were um, too small. I think he just wanted to wear shorts you know but um <laughs> but it was okay and he looked really cute he had a little pocket square Aww. oh he, did they come up with that on their own or did you make no, them dress up please oh. before i went out of town i went on amazon.com and i ordered them these clothes and <laughs> you will like, wear these clothes when i get back and when, when i when i picked like when, when my son came in he looked at the outfit and he goes you know i don't want to wear that and i'm like you know it's my birthday and he's like yeah, I'm gonna wear it. I'm gonna wear it. Yeah, he like so he got dressed about 
four minutes before we walked out the door. And as soon as we walked back in, he <laughs> took that off, you know. And he was like, he was outside putting up the Halloween decorations because he couldn't stand that we're in the month of October and I've been gone. And so the decorations weren't up at my house. Mm. So he's out there sweating, like his hair is all soaking wet and he's putting up, you know, these creepy babies and like doing all this <laughs> stuff out on the porch. And I'm like, get dressed, it's time to go. And he did. He was a very good sport about it. But, um, it's not his preferred. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I've had that at my house where I've been like, I'm going to tell you the story of um, two boys who love their mother so much <laughs> that when she asked them to go and get dressed in wearing the clothes that she put on their beds, they said, OK, mom. We're happy to do that. And they did it. And nobody complained. And it was awesome. Mm-hmm. Guess what? It's true. It's, it's happening true. now. It's going to happen that way. <laughs> Go get dressed. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of how it went down. And um, he did, though. He was a really good sport about it. And um, my daughter, I had ordered her a little dress that I was thinking, oh, I have a dress that I'm going to wear that I, th- I think the colors will be pretty close. And they were spot on. It oh, was so pretty. So yeah, identical. Yeah, it was really fun to, you know, dress up with the kids and go out to a nice dinner and be 40, mm-hmm. you know, and, and celebrate something new. Um, but before being 40, I went out on the adventure. Tell us about your adventure. The adventure. So I told you about the bear. I called you and Brian. Right. I told you about the bear. Yeah, we knew about that. The bear was something. He was really quite quite the big deal. That seems like so long ago. So long ago. Well, it kind of was. I mean, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I started off at Glacier mm-hmm. National Park in Montana. And that was a a really neat place to be. And like I said, I was worried about smoke and I was worried about um, bears and I was worried about all these things. And it just turned out to be lovely. It was fine. I also, um, you may recall, was worried about driving. And yeah, uh, like I don't like to drive. And I'll tell you, this was a trip where I really learned to be fine with that. Like, strangely enough, this entire trip, I didn't turn on the radio in the car. I didn't um I didn't really watch any media. I watched a couple hours of TV here and there, you know, but uh, I usually have Spotify on on my phone like all the time. And I was really quiet and contemplative and I I made that drive from Glacier over to Big Sky. That's a um it was a six and a half hour drive over from the part of the park that I was and a five and a half hour drive back. And I didn't turn on the radio. You drove, wait, six and a half hours? To Big Sky, yep. And then um, I was there for like four days, five days, and then I drove back. Then you drove back. I thought you left from there. No, so what had happened was, um, remember, we were kind of throwing this trip together. Right. Uh-huh. right? Kind of just tossing it together. And I was talking with a local friend um, who used to live out there. It was like, oh, Big Sky's neat. And so I, literally I booked my hotel for Glacier, and I was like as close to the park entrance as I could be. And I was so close. I could walk into the park. Yeah. I mean, it was fabulous. It was really, really great. And then um, I just booked Big Sky as my next place. And Montana's real big. Yeah. <laughs> It's not like it's not like uh, Ohio where, you know, if you're going across the state, it's like two and a half hours. You don't just you know? take the turnpike? No, you don't just, like, just, you know, I was like, oh, this is six hours away. And I had no idea. And I had booked my flight in and out of Glacier. And okay, yeah. So then I started looking around. Can I change the flight? Can I do all these things? And it was cheaper and it was easier and it was, you know, just a lot more convenient and 
cost effective to just drive back across the state. The universe knew that you needed some alone time in the car. I guess so. And I will tell you that my drive back was fabulous. Yeah. So I was driving back and I looked over to the left and an eagle, a big giant eagle was flying right beside my window. And that eagle... I don't, I mean, I'm going to have to Google this. I don't know how fast they fly, but I was driving 50 miles an hour and I was having trouble keeping up with him. Like, that sucker was moving. So he's going over this lake and, like, the mist is coming up off the lake. Oh, my gosh. I would have totally wrecked. There are deer and elk, like, down grazing (laughs) at the lake. And that was October 1st. So I'm like, it is the morning of the month of my birth. And it is for me. This is all just this is all for me. And that eagle was right there. And like for I'm not kidding, like a mile. He just stayed right beside my window. And I was trying to like, luckily, there's no cars. There's no cars in Montana. There's no no one on the road but you. And is that where there's no speed limit? Oh, the speed limit is 80. Oh, wow. The speed limit's 80, which is that's nice. I set my cruise at 88. I did not go back to the future. I thought maybe <laughs> something would happen, but nothing happened. I, they didn't put me in a DeLorean. That was when I had the Subaru. That's so. only when you change time zones. If you, When you're going over a time zone, you have to go at 88. Got it. So that you can change to the future or the past. See, I should have done it when I got the Volvo, because then I did go through the time zone change. Yeah. Um, missed I opportunity yeah, right I missed, there. I missed out. Yeah. But... Uh, I ended up here, and here's fine. I mean, it's not too. back to the future, but, you know, here's good. Here's good. So, yeah, um, Big Sky was cool. It was a lot of fun. It was beautiful. Um, and then I flew to Utah, and yes. I went to um, Zion. Um, and Zion, I had been through before. I, like, I, I kind of had an idea what it was like. I was... A little bit disappointed yeah. in Zion. Not, not overly. I mean, it was nice. It was a cool little town and everything. But Zion had a lot of um, rules and restrictions. Mm. And Zion had, like, a shuttle system. You had to ride the buses. You, like, you couldn't just, like, I didn't feel as free there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, there were a lot more people because everybody's shuttling and everybody's doing, you know, there's these three stops open. And so you get off and you do those trails and... I, there was just that would harsh too many people. Mellow. It did. It, like That's, I didn't go on a trip alone because I wanted to hang out with people, <laughs> right? You know. So like, and I mean, I like small talk and I like running into people on a trail and whatever. But I don't like congestion on a trail. Like when you get to you know whatever the part to look at is, and there's a thousand other people there looking at you know the water run off a rock or whatever. I'm like. No, I, like, yeah. so, I mean, it was nice. It was a good part of the trip, but uh, it was kind of a good thing because I used some of that time to recover a little bit because I had ended up getting um, some blisters and I never get blisters. Hmm. Like I'm like, I, I brag about the thing that I never, like, that's like, why you I'm, got blisters. Exactly. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I wear the right socks and shoes that fit and I break them in first and I'm such a good freaking hiker. I would never. Sometimes you get a blister. Yeah. So did you meet any cool people? 
I met some cool people. I didn't meet on this trip. I didn't meet any like lifelong frienders. A lot of times when I travel alone, I'll meet someone that I'll become like social media friends with, or that I'll you know like that I become really friendly with. Like mm-hmm. uh, when I did Seattle and I met my friend Denise mm-hmm. in Australia, you know, and we talk all the time. We talked during this trip. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, but this trip, I didn't really meet a lot of people. I did f- sometimes when I travel, and sometimes when I travel alone. I feel more connected to my friends at home yeah. than, you know, like, because you tell them about what you did for the day mm-hmm. or you, you check in differently, you know? So I think that having a little time to miss one another yeah. is nice for some relationships, you yeah. know? So I felt like um, I got to check in with some of my friends at home more than I would have if I had been at home. How many miles did you do? <sighs> I didn't total it up. I, I'm sure I did over. You didn't total it up. I know I should have, but I wasn't using my phone to like track my mileage or anything mm-hmm. either. You know, uh, like I was real concerned about battery, and in a lot of places I didn't have access. I didn't have cell access. You yeah. know, so I was just you know everything was on low battery. Everything was off. You know what I mean? Like I yeah. wasn't using the phone except for to take pictures. You know, so which I took many, 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 many pictures, but. Um, I don't know for sure. I would guess just a little over a hundred, probably. Like, you know, it's not uh, the two hundred and thirty-eight that I would have done in Portugal. And there was so much drive time. Yeah. But I think that that was, uh, like I said, I didn't. I wasn't looking forward to that. But it was just as quiet and contemplative as if I would have been walking. Yeah. You know? It was. Uh, unfortunately not as good for my body not exercise wise you know but um but good for my mind in the same way that yeah. if i'd been on my feet all day would have you know what's the coolest thing you saw um i think that my favorite thing was a stop off that i wasn't expecting to do mm-hmm. so i um was driving from zion back to vegas okay. so the las vegas airport is the closest airport to um, Zion National Park, but it's two and a half hours. Ooh. So you go from Vegas, you know, you go Nevada through the top of Arizona and then into, you know, Utah. So, um, yeah, that's right. Those are the states. I had to think. <laughs> I'm like, how did that happen? Um, but yeah, so um, when I was driving back, I remembered that several years ago when I had driven from Vegas to Zion when I was still married, that there was the stop off for Lake Mead. And, um, I didn't know what it was like or anything, but, you know, I'm like a lake in the middle of the desert, you know, I've got got all day, you know, um, because I was going over to my flight left at 6 a.m. So I was going to Vegas the night before, you know, just to sleep in a hotel close to the airport. So I could, you know, like I wasn't going to make that drive, you know, at two o'clock in the morning or whatever, you know. So I had basically I checked out of the hotel, you know, at 11 or 12 or whatever. And I had all day. I had nothing else to do. Yeah. And I'm not a big Vegas person. Like, I've never been interested in going to Vegas. I wasn't like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go to Vegas. I will say that I saw a couple billboards Mm -hmm. for, um, you know, they got the Chippendale dancers. Mm -hmm. They've also got these like men from down under these like Aussie hotties and I saw that and I was like I could go do that (laughs) (laughs) I could get down with that but I didn't um (laughs) that's not what I decided to do um I don't know I would have felt very strange walking in with the uh Aussie strip club you know on my own on the last night of being 39 years old hey guys what's up I think I could have hit some trouble there to be honest with you um (laughs) 
I think I could have hit a rough, a rough patch, you know? <laughs> Maybe like, not your best moment. It would have been like, it's my last day being 39. There's all these naked Australian men. <laughs> Who knows what's going to happen? So I made a wiser decision. Good. <laughs> and I went to the Valley of Fire. Oh, that sounds much better. Valley of so I took the exit to you know to Lake Mead, and I didn't even know about Valley of Fire. I didn't even know that was the the state park or whatever. I had no idea. I was like, well, I'm just going to go do this little stop off, and it was not just a little stop off. It was absolutely beautiful. I've never ever Aww, ever like cool. And it was one of those places like I, I drove in and I'm like, oh, so I'm going to go see a lake. Like this is what's happening here, right? I'm going to go see a lake, and you pull in. It like the lake is like so insignificant. Ugh. Like it, it doesn't. I mean, it doesn't even register on what you're there to do uh the land is like there's like mountains that are regular like brown dirt and then right across from it there's a different ridge that's all like red clay Hmm. um and then they kind of come together and there's a section called the beehives and they look like they look like big giant bee kind of structures i'll put a picture up i'll put a couple pictures up and they have all these little holes and cracks and crevices in the rocks so that it looks like faces like like little mouse holes like it it was so so neat and there was a a portion there that i was driving through and i was going up a ridge and these towering red like mountain structures are on both sides and it was the like it was one of the few times in my life that I felt like a real power of place. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I was like, wow, this is like, my friend Karen kept saying, she's like, oh, you're about to go to like some really spiritual land. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, Karen, you know, like whatever. <laughs> but I mean, I felt like this, I was like, something really powerful lives here. Yeah. You know, like something really, that's a cool really feeling. powerful lives here. And it like, there was a point where I was driving, like, I had like a lump in my throat, like tears in my eyes. I was just like, this is unreal and it wasn't planned yeah and sometimes the things that are not planned are the best things you know yeah yeah I totally know what you mean. so i would say valley of fire is definitely a stop off if you find yourself in the desert and you um don't want to see the chippendales <laughs> <laughs> go to the valley of fire good to know i'll keep yeah, that in mind it was fabulous time. It was fabulous so that was probably my favorite thing and that was at the very end you know so so that was pretty cool um yeah, it was it was terrific and then I uh got on a plane and came back and it's isn't it strange after a trip when suddenly you're just back in your real life and you got to do all the normal stuff. Right. You know? Yeah. Like, it's like a rubber band. Yeah. And it's like, "Oh, whoa, I wasn't ready for all of this." And everybody wants food and there's laundry and right. like I have like you remember how to do it, but right. you're like, "Oh, when my alarm went off this morning, last night my kids prepped me. They were like, we want to skip school tomorrow. Uh-huh. We just got you back. Yeah. And, you know, it feels like a Friday. And I'm like, we're not going to skip school tomorrow. But they had planted it in mm-hmm. my brain. And when that alarm went off at 630, I was like, I could just go back to sleep. Yeah. But I didn't. Nope. 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 I got up. We did not have food in the house, so we had to walk down to the subway this morning <laughs> at uh, 7 a.m. and get stuff for lunch. I was like, I need some sandwiches. I was like, what else you got here? You know, like I need some chips. I need some drinks. I need some cookies. That's good. Is there apple slices here? <laughs> cool. We got a we got a fruit. You know, like so. Yeah, we were. Uh... I always think that when I come back from a trip, like especially if I go someplace monumental that that really like feeds me, like like Colorado or someplace like that, and I come back. 
and I'm at my house and I just think this morning I woke up in a different state, Mm -hmm. in a different state physically, geographically and different state of mind. Mm -hmm. And now like blammo, I'm back on my couch (laughs) watching TV. Yeah. And it's like, what happened? Let me tell you that my house is trashed. Your house? Yes. And my house is never trashed. No. My house is always perfect 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 mm-hmm. it is not so here's what had happened heather uh-oh did the cat sitter have a big party no the cat sitter was fabulous and wonderful but the cat oh the cat had a party so you know um you know my boy cat linus mm-hmm. you know he's been kidnapped a few times mm-hmm. he he lives a very adventurous cat life if we were to write children's books about the life of linus we would make a lot of money let's do linus, it we we should yeah <laughs> Linus and his armadillo friend, Linus and his kidnappings, Linus and all his things. He's He's got quite an adventurous life for a cat. So Linus was not home for several days. Mm. So I put up a post on the neighborhood page, you know, from Montana, you know, and people were like, I saw him. I gave him some treats. You know, I've seen him here. I've seen him there. He's laying on my back porch right now. So, you know, people are keeping in touch with me about generally where he was, but he stopped going home and eating. Mm. Right. So... I finally told the cat sitter, like, I, I tracked him down. There was, like, a, a a whole montage of texts all around the neighborhood, you know. Okay, so this guy's got him, you know, and he's over there, and he was spotted on the street, you know, and there's a whole coordinated effort. So the cat sitter drives over and gets my children from their dads, uh-huh. and they go on a hunt for the cat. Oh, So they find him, and I'm like, you know what? Put him in the house and go buy a couple disposable litter boxes and Uh-oh. close the kitty door. You know, close the kitty door and trap him inside, right? You know, he's got to stay home, you know, for the rest of the trip. So she did. And, I mean, it was fine, but I don't usually have litter boxes in my house. I don't usually have cat litter, you know, to contest with at all. Everything just feels unclean. Yeah. And everything feels disgusting. Yeah. I, I don't care for it. And I came in, and the cats had been locked in the house for a week, you know, um, yeah. with just the cat sitter for a day. So... You know, it's just not. Uh... It'll feel better after the weekend. After you oh, have, yeah. like, you can like open the windows, get oh, everything yeah. cleaned out. Absolutely, just kind of mm-hmm. like get yourself centered again, and then it's going to be like, let's go. Well, I mean, and the other thing is, I came home like I was hiking, right? right. And I was freaking filthy. I mm-hmm. was dirty and I was smelly. I don't even want to unpack that bag. Right, like, that's <laughs> just going direct, the whole thing. <laughs> direct into the washing machine with like four Tide pods. You know? <laughs> That's what I usually do after a trip, especially a hiking trip where we've got tons of dirty stuff. Uh I'll have one suitcase that's just the laundry and I I bring it in the house and I just unzip it and dump it in the in the wash. Yes. And I Uh don't even like nothing. Everything in there goes. Yeah, that's that's where we're at. Like starting to unpack. I was like, uh, I might need to just throw the suitcase away. (laughs) (laughs) It's like when you take leftovers out of the fridge and it's like, right. I'm just tossing the whole thing. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> like you take that container out and it's got the lid on it and you're like, this Tupperware is trash because if I open that lid, oh, I'm yeah. not going to like what I find. Got your money's worth out of that one. <laughs> that one is That one is toast. <laughs> That's kind of where we're at. So yeah, my house is a mess. Everything smells terrible. <laughs> Life is not neat and organized the way that I normally would have it. But I'm just so happy that I did it anyways. Your soul is organized. Yes. Everything feels really good. It was really nice. And, and I'm really happy 
thank you and thank some of our other friends who encouraged me to do it because I was definitely on the verge of, I'm just going to stay home, you know? Oh, um, that couldn't have happened. I, I was definitely on the verge of that. And there was some encouragement from some of my people like, man, go do it. Yeah. Go do it. And I'm really glad I did. I'm glad you did, too. Yeah. And I'm really glad that that you had such fun adventures and that we got to hear from from you on the road and that you were able to go and um, you know, just kind of had that transition time and then come back to your stinky life. <laughs> your stinky 40-year-old life. And, yeah, I mean, <laughs> how how more poetic can it be <laughs> that now you show up where things are a big mess, where before it was all nice and tidy, mm-hmm. and you're laughing and rolling with it, because that's what we do. Because that's 40, right? Yep, that's 40. This is 40. <laughs> so, yeah, it was, it was fantastic, and I'm, I'm really glad I did it. I was thinking about our show while I was traveling, and I'm thinking, ladies and gentlemen, that um, I think I'm going to start us a book club. Fun! Yeah. So we have every 10th episode we do the recap show, mm-hmm. and that's fun. And I was thinking maybe every second episode of the 10. So it would be every 10th episode as well. But you know what I mean? Like a mm-hmm. different one of my different shows. I think I'm going to give us a book. And I read a book um, on my travels. It was called Three Women. Okay. And um, that's not going to be the first book that we read. I mean, it was a good book. It was basically three very honest, raw tales from everyday women. One of them was in a, um, like a loveless marriage Mm -hmm. and she ended up, um, leaving that marriage and, um, like obsessed with her high school boyfriend and hooking up with him on Facebook and like, you know, lots of like dirty sex adventures, you know, like that she never had before because her husband wouldn't touch her, you know. Mm. Um, So, you know, there was that story. And then there was um, one of the stories was a woman whose husband liked her to sleep with other men. Okay. And it was these stories were all about how these women catered to these men, Mm -hmm. like and how women changed their whole life and their whole soul to match the man in their life sometimes yeah. you know so there was that one and then the third story was the best story and the most interesting story for sure and it was a high school student named maggie and i mean these are real people you know so maggie oh. you can actually look up and you can read about um her case um her high school teacher groomed her and her she had a relationship a physical relationship with him and um he got away with it like hundred percent you know it's like he he's still teaching right now he's the women's golf coach um of he's teacher of the year in his state yeah it's gross um but it was a really interesting book like it's lauded as like this masterpiece yeah but i'm like these are stories that i hear every day from women you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. these are like these are the kind of things that are just happening in people's lives and a lot of people don't talk about them honestly you know but but that was neat. So, and those were things that I just can't relate to. Right. Like I just can't relate to it when somebody tells me about how they have made so many significant personal sacrifices for a, a for a relationship. And I think that we've talked about that you're kind of different in this, you know, that yeah. that you and and your husband started dating at such a young age 
but you were both able to grow up and maintain independence. And a lot of relationships that start very young, especially don't do that. Yeah. They become really interconnected, really codependent, you know, and really um, like they think they have to be everything to one another. And I do think in some ways it's interesting that you don't relate, but of course you don't relate. You didn't live a life like that. Right. You know, like my yeah. first marriage it was like that. You yeah. know, it was we're supposed to be together all the time. This is what marriage is, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and and that's what I saw from my parents' marriage growing up. You know, you have each other and that's all you have. You don't have friends, you don't have right. you know anything else. And you know, so I think that there there you know are a lot of people who fall into that pattern and that's why we see all these women my age, you know, all these, you know, 35, 40 year old women who are like, I'm free for the first time ever, you know, Um, because we didn't have relationships like what you have with Robbie. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes when I see somebody who is experiencing that freedom, um, I just, it's interesting because I've never felt trapped. Right. You know, like Mm -hmm. I, I don't feel like I need freedom from anything. Right. I feel very free already. And I don't know if that's me or if it's my my marriage i mean i do feel like we're very unique yeah and that when i hear people talk about relationships that they have especially in my in my coaching work you know hearing about so many people's different lifestyles Mm -hmm. um it makes me realize how unique my life is in that sense Mm -hmm. because i have never felt like i needed an escape yeah there are like on my travels i met several couples um that had been like people who were on their 30th anniversary trip. I met several and it's really fun. Those people have really settled out like that. And they're like, we've been through the weird stuff, you know, and here we are on the other side of it. You know what I mean? And sometimes I think, well, I mean, I made it like 16, 16 years seems to be an itch point for people. You oh, know, really? they say the seven years. I know a lot of people who get divorced at the 16 year point. And I'm like, could I have powered through? And for me, I wouldn't have wanted to. Right. It, it wasn't the right relationship, right. you know? And it wasn't growing together and it wasn't all those things. But it is really fun to meet these people who, you know, like they're just out on a hike together and then she's going to go do a wine dinner with friends and he's going to go. Those relationships that make it 30 years, not all of them are healthy. I've certainly met couples who just stay together and hate each other and they just keep doing it because they're caught in a cycle of hate you know but i like watching these people you know who you know she's gonna go do her thing he's gonna go do his thing they get together you know to eat dinner and they you know like it it's really neat and those are examples of the kind of relationship that we want you know the kind of relationship that's right you know so it was neat so I think we're going to do a book club. I think okay. we're going to start something. I'm going to, um, if, if our listeners have suggestions for the first book, that would be great. Yeah. I have a couple friends in mind who are going to get phone calls from me who might be um, some a girl from Tallahassee Writers Association and another friend of mine who's just an avid reader. She reads 30 or 40 books a month. Like she's what? just a crazy reader. A month? I think so. Yeah. At least a dozen a month, I think. She, oh my gosh. She's just always, always, always reading. Um and um, I think they would both be fun people to make suggestions and maybe uh-huh. even come on and do, you know, some commentary or do the book review, you know. Um, so I think it'll be a fun thing to do. And I don't, I don't want to do it once a month. We don't have time for that. No, I can't read that. <laughs> I can't read a book that fast. But I think every couple months. Yeah. You know? Okay. That'll be, that'll be fun. Yeah. So, I don't know. Just wanted to come catch up today. I'm glad you're back. Anything exciting happened in Tallahassee? No. No. <laughs> no. 
every text I got from you guys, you know, like you're like it's just swampy and and whatever. Yeah. And yeah, I had a fun time with Brian. I had a fun time with Greg. They were both awesome guest hosts. Yeah, and um, we had lots of laughs. They they both had fun too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was fun. Brian and I had a big debrief about it. You know, so. oh, really. <laughs> I was nice to Brian. You were nice to Brian. You were, you know, and um, I, I appreciate that. Thank you for being nice to Brian. So even though you almost made him throw up. <laughs> I didn't do that intentionally. It just happened that way. Well, I was listening to your episode and I'm like, they talked about poop for like 20 minutes of this episode. And that's not what made him almost throw up. Like, I'm like, what? I noticed that. Too. I'm like, who are these people? I'm like, this is what you talk about when I'm going, okay, you know? <laughs> so I'm glad you guys got your fill of talking about things that I don't prefer to talk about. So I'm glad. Good job. It was fun. It was fun. We had a good time. You didn't miss anything. Now that you're back, we can go full steam ahead. Let's do it. And roll on into the rest of this year and read our books and yeah. take our hikes. Take our and... hikes. And next year, I think we'll maybe we'll do an odd. Maybe we'll do something with our audience. I think I want to go to Joshua Tree uh, for my birthday okay. next year. Cool. So let's let's go together and we'll do the show from Joshua Tree. I'm in. Because I've been told that I'm not to leave again, even though you had fun with the guests. Um, so <laughs> I'll take you with me and we'll do uh we'll do the show remotely <laughs> i was informed by you and by brian i think greg's the only one that was like eh, whatever come go whatever but um no i was told not to leave again <laughs> <laughs> i'm getting i'm starting to think that brian didn't have fun with he did me. have fun he did he'll come in and tell you about it on the 100th episode I'm sure. okay so all right <laughs> well it was a lovely day i'm glad i got to see you let's Yay! go let's let's go eat cake pops and get on with our day <laughs> until okay. next time Bye. Don't forget to tell them where to find us. Yeah, tell us what you learned. We're on all the things. For those of you looking to increase your dosage, connect with Chrissy and Heather on Facebook and Instagram and tell us how you do life. Visit ChrissyandHeather.com. That's with a C-H-R-Y-S-S-Y. Like, share, and subscribe. And tell everyone you know. Until next time.